0: Stick this in your ear. number one, the number
1: one internet shock radio network.
2: Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior.
1: Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to the terrorist therapist show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol though you may not realize that the ongoing threat of terrorism is affecting your life and that of your loved ones. Each week, Dr. Carroll analyzes the hottest topics in terror and helps you and your family reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror.
0: Nuclear terrorism, orgies, and anti radiation pills.
2: Welcome to the terrorist Therapist show. I know you're scratching your head. <laughs> um what what do orgies have to do with um nuclear terrorism? Uh well you will you will you will hear about this. Um but in the means but before we get to the orgies <laughs> and the anti radiation pills. Um, let me start off by talking about how, um, the word terrorist and terrorism has been bandied about so much, uh, more and more over recent years that you kind of want to say, will the real terrorist please stand up? People, countries call each other's, each other terrorists like kids in the playground call each other doo-doo face or stupid. It used to be so much easier to know who the real terrorists were. (laughs) Al-Qaeda, after 9-11, that made that crystal clear. Then also, of course, ISIS. And now, of course, well, not just now, but more, more visibly now, the Taliban. Now everyone wants to get into the act uh to be known as the scariest dude around in order to get the changes that they want so for example we have eco terrorists not just people who want to save the earth or whatever else they want to call themselves but eco terrorists and in fact in fact um they have been uh perpetrating acts of terror i think i'm going to talk about that in on a future podcast because it because it is really getting out of control um, then we have people like PTA parents who don't call themselves terrorists, but they are called terrorists, uh, by people who have a political agenda, notably the White House, um, wanting to call parents, PTA parents, p- parents who complain at PTA meetings about what's being taught to their kids, uh, as terrorists as a way to, you know, to, um, um, explain why we should be against these parents. So it's kind of used in both ways, you know, calling somebody a terrorist like you're the bad guy, and then people calling themselves terrorists who want to have this, uh, to want to make people scared of them. So today we're going to be talking about um, who is the terrorist? Well, the real terrorists, please stand up? Notably in regard to the Russian-Ukraine war. Now I've done a previous podcast, um, a few podcasts ago, several podcasts ago about the terrorists who are radical Islamist terrorists who are involved in the Russian-Ukrainian war. Now that's not what I'm going to be talking about today, but I do, um, refer you back to that because it's really very interesting to see the ways that, um, insidiously real terrorists, <laughs> jihadists, are, have inserted themselves on both sides of the Russian-Ukrainian war. But today I'm going to be talking about how, um, the, the Ukraine and Russia ca- are calling each other terrorists. And, um, and what, in fact, the other did that the other one, <laughs> is um using as a as an excuse or as a reason to call them a terrorist. So we'll be talking about um how the um Ukraine has done some things that Russia is calling terrorism, notably the bombing of the Crimean bridge, and also there is uh there was an act that Russia's calling a terrorist attack, but the Ukraine, it's very unlikely that the Ukraine had anything to do with it, but Russia's blaming Ukraine. Then, um, then, um, the Ukraine is blaming Russia, uh, you know, calling Russia a terrorist and wanting the rest of the world to call Russia a terrorist, uh, because of n- nuclear terrorism. And, um, also Iranian drones. So we're going to be talking about that too. And then we're going to get into, um, radiation pills and orgies. (laughs) All right. So let's, um, look at the, uh, the Crimean bridge, the, um, why, what Russia is particularly hanging its hat on um when they are calling the ukraine terrorists there was something that the ukraine did uh, i'm not saying that they're terrorists by any means but there was something that ukraine did that was not very smart and it wasn't zelensky who did this i mean I, i'd really be surprised if zelensky knew about this or maybe it was a in a moment of a throwing caution to the wind but um a a, uh, a secretary the Secretary of the National Security and defense Council of ukraine ohexm Alex, god Alexei danilov um he you know posted something in order to mock vladimir putin and um he what he did was he posted a p- pictures of Marilyn Monroe singing Happy Birthday, Mr. President. You know, that's what she sang to President Kennedy, uh, John F. Kennedy at Madison Square Garden in 1962. And this turned out to be five months before the Cuban Missile Crisis. So that does not bode well. You know, obviously, um, people got angry about that. <laughs> and, um, you know, one wonders whether this could, in fact, um be the thing that uh is the excuse that Putin uses to uh set off nuclear weapons, so I mean she's already been well I'll get to that all right, so she's singing happy birthday mr president now on also on this post is a picture of the C- Crimean bridge burning, which the Ukraine did do. Uh, Although there are different stories as to how they did it, but they burned the Crimean Bridge, which is the, which um, links Russia. Um, And this was done in particular because it was his 70th birthday. So they were doing this to mark his 70th birthday, like, you know, this is happy birthday, happy birthday, Mr. President. Like, look, happy birthday. This is our birthday present to you. We're burning this bridge. Um, it collapsed into the sea after Putin's 70th birthday. Now, um, this is, this bridge goes between Russia and Crimea. It's Russia's link, um, to Crimea and therefore to, uh, the Ukraine. So they, uh, they, you know, very much need that bridge. Um, so why was this a mistake? Um, well, you know, on the one hand, strategically, in terms of of the war, in terms of uh, of uh, combat, or you know, what's what's the best strategy to win the war? Yes, that was a good strategy. I mean, it was good to cut them off. However, um, however, as I have talked about before, um, Putin does not want to be pushed into a corner. If you haven't heard me tell the story about the rat and Putin. Here it goes. It's worth repeating. It's a good story. He has told this story. When um Putin was a little boy and they were poor and they were living in war-torn Leningrad, uh the kids really didn't have very much to play with. And so they used to amuse themselves by going after rats that were running around their projects. And um one day, Putin cornered a particularly large rat and he thought he had it and just as he was um about to grab it the uh rat instead of continuing to scurry around on the floor jumped up left up to go to onto putin onto his chest and he barely closed the door in order to prevent that and he said that he learned a lesson from this rat from this experience, that um, not, first of all, not to get cornered, (laughs) and second of all, um, that if you are going to be cornered, then the best thing to do is something that your enemy, you know, like in that case, Putin was the enemy of the rat, that your enemy doesn't suspect that you're going to do. So in this case, it's in regard to Putin setting off nuclear weapons, as he has been threatening. Now, some people are saying, or might say um he's uh he's like the boy who cried wolf, he's not really gonna do it, but I say uh because of his background, and I have studied his childhood as as I put him on my couch my psychiatrist's couch um and um i it certainly is within possibilities because uh he is not winning. <laughs> On the ground or in the air, you know with the with what he's been using so far, he's running out of men to um to become soldiers uh and he's he's really you know the so the the more and more he is pushed into a corner, in other words, the worse he is doing with whatever he's been using so far, the more likely he is to um to, you know, be like the rat and um, leap up on Ukraine and perhaps uh, NATO countries and so on with nuclear weapons. So why else um, why else is Russia claiming that um, you know, calling Ukraine terrorists um, you know, trying to say that they're the terrorists? Well, because um, because there was something else that happened, but it, this is mainly the Crimean bridge. But, um, also there was an attack that they're calling that Russia is calling a terrorist attack that, um, was at a training ground. Um, there was an, there was a, um, two gunmen from a former Soviet republic, um, started shooting recruits at a, um, at a um, at a place where they were training recruits uh, during a firearms training session with people who, voluntarily, you know, voluntarily, according to what Russia is saying, was voluntarily expressed a desire to participate in a special, the you know, in the war against Ukraine. So these two terrorists opened fire with small arms, and it supposedly had something to do with an argument about religion. So they're trying to claim that, um, these two people who came from an area that was, uh, that used, that was part of the former USSR, um, I don't know. They're somehow trying to blame that on Ukraine. But primarily it's the bridge. Now, when we come back, um, I'm going to talk to you about how Ukraine is, how and why they are trying, they are saying that Russia are the terrorists. And wanting the world to um, call Russia a terrorist state. So stay tuned and we'll be right back.
0: You've
1: been listening to the Terrorist Starfish Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carroll. Stay tuned and she'll be right back with more analysis of this week's hottest topic in terror.
2: Stick
1: this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock
2: me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior.
0: Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio.
1: Now back to the Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol.
2: Welcome back to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol Lieberman, your terrorist therapist. We're talking today about... Uh, nuclear terrorism, orgies, and anti-radiation pills. So, um, again, to sort of, um, give you the general, the general, uh, program, um, I'm talking about, I, I ha- I was just talking about how Russia is accusing UK- the Ukraine of terrorist attacks, uh, notably in regard to the Crimean Bridge. But also in their, in regard to the um, attack by two recruits at a training center, but there's no evidence that it is connected that that part, the recruit's t- terrorist aca- attack that they're calling it, no evidence that that is really connected to Ukraine. Okay now um, now we're going to talk about why Ukraine is calling Russia the terrorist, and as I was saying at the beginning, it's like kids in a sandbox you know, calling each other, you're a you're doo-doo face or you're stupid. Of course, now the danger is a lot more, a lot more, a lot worse, a lot more serious than uh getting sand in your face. We are on the verge of nuclear war, as I was describing before about the rat. Okay, so um Ukraine is mainly urging the world to call Russia a terrorist state because of what they have done so far, what they're threatening to do in regard to nuclear terrorism, and also because Iran, Iran which is the world's biggest sponsor of terrorism, um, has been providing Russia with drones. So um, both of those, that you know, to be used against Ukraine. <laughs> um, so both of those things are why, you know, are valid for um calling Russia a terrorist state and Putin a terrorist. Um now now um Zelensky is saying that it's important to identify to recognize Russia as a terrorist state not just as a political gesture but as an effective defense of the free world because if some if, some, if a place is is uh, labeled a terrorist state then there are certain things that can be done against it that are, that, you know, there has been agreed upon is okay to do against it. I mean, we have, we have sanctions, of course, already, but there are more sanctions and more things that can be done once a state or a, or a leader like Putin is recognized as a terrorist. So Zelensky, um, in one of his, um, speeches to Ukrainians, has said the following, and I'm going to give you the highlights. Dear Ukrainians, during this day, our state received many signals from different countries condemning the Russian terrorist acts. Then um, there must be legal steps on the part of the world community against the the terrorist state. Condemnation at the level of political rhetoric is not enough. I'm quoting here from his speech. And formal, and formal legal recognition of Russia as a terrorist state, in particular, recognition by the United States Department of State is needed, not as a political gesture, but as an effective defense of the free world. And the sooner it happens, the less evil Russia will have time to do. We are not Russia. That is why every life is important for us. And we will use all available opportunities to save as many lives as possible, and to limit Russian terror as much as possible. At this stage of the war, terror is the main weapon for Russia, and that is why the main task of every Ukrainian, every defender of freedom and humanity in the world, is to do everything to isolate the terrorist state and to protect as many people as possible from Russian attacks. So, now I'm going to tell you more specifically what they are, you know, what they're claiming is terrorism. Um,
0: now Putin has said that um the you know, he's he's called up 300,000 uh Russians or <laughs> Russians
2: and whoever will agree to fight for Russia um to be soldiers. You know, to, to go to Ukraine and fight for Russia. And so far he said there were 220,000. I mean, the numbers vary, but he is really, um, digging deep. It was supposed to be, um, it was just supposed to be people who were, um, who had, who were in the reserves of the army. But in fact, he's really pretty much, um, <laughs> any man who can walk. He is calling on them to walk <laughs> into Ukraine or to take whatever transportation they can provide. And these people are not being trained at all or very little. Like I was mentioning, there was this, you know, where the where the so-called terrorist strike was. It was at a rec- recruit center, and they were, you know, being taught to fire. But that's that was the um, minority. Most of the people are just being shipped over to Ukraine. They're basically like bullets. I mean, they're. Well, I wouldn't even call them that. They're like they're they're just um, they're they're sitting ducks for the Ukrainians because they don't really have skills to fight back. They don't even have food. A lot of them they're sleeping in in horrible accommodations. Many of them just on the ground. I mean, I know this is war, but and they don't get uh, to be at the Hilton. But but he's and so lots of people. There have been you know thousands of men who have fled. Russia because they don't want to be caught up in this um sweep uh <laughs> to join the army and and fight in Ukraine a number of other men um are getting married there's this rush on marriages because um you know so that they can have somebody the, the support of somebody waiting for them um it it's just a disaster uh and there are, are corpses, I mean, there are, co- well, corpses and coffins already coming back to Russia from these people who were, you know, were sent without any way to protect themselves, no less to, to fight the Ukrainians. Um, so, um, now we have come to find out that Iranian troops have quietly joined the Ukrainian front line. To help train Moscow's forces in how to operate kamikaze drones. So there is some attempt for some of these people, but not the 300,000 that he's planning to, uh, that, you know, has announced that he's going to call up. Um, and now he's saying, okay, he's not gonna, he's not gonna ask for more. But the thing is, um, so where does that leave Russia? If, If the people who they send over, uh, haven't been able to be successful, he's going to resort to, he's going to be feeling cornered, and he's going to resort to nuclear weapons. Um, the, there have been up to 50 Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps specialists who were sent to Ukraine um, with hundreds of Shahid 136 drones, um, 136 drones. And uh these are called suicide drones, and they use these already in a city located uh thirty one miles west of Kiev, so they're already using um you know things that uh essentially terrorist terrorist weapons from iran now Iran, iran is denying that they are getting involved in the conflict and they denied selling the drones to Russia but um you know there is mounting evidence that in fact these weapons are being deployed and they would have had to teach the Russians how to use them now these um are explosive laden drones and they they call it loiter they loiter above potential targets for hours before they slam directly into Ukrainian soldiers or into vehicles or into buildings and cause an explosion. So they're very powerful, powerful drones. And, um, Zelensky is saying that Russia wants panic and chaos, wants terror, basically. And, um, you know, they are getting much more concerned as each day passes that Putin is going to start a nuclear war. Um, he has increased the number of strategic nuclear bombers stationed at an air ba- base near the borders of Finland and Norway. And Putin has warned of, quote, global catastrophe if NATO troops clash directly with Russia. Um, In the coming weeks, there are going to be a number of Russian nuclear drills, including test firing of ballistic missiles. And this is at the same time as NATO is also doing a, a, um, a test to to, te- to test its preparedness to respond to attacks. I, I'm going to tell you about that later. Um, tomorrow, really, is when, or well, Monday, is when um, there is going to be, NATO is going to do a test of nuclear weapons or their readiness to fire nuclear weapons. Um So, so Russia, since Russia can't sustain its, the fight that it's been having, the way it's been doing it, that's why there is more likelihood that, um, they're going to feel like they have to resort to
0: nuclear weapons. Now, um, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about, what, in fact,
2: Ukrainians are doing and what the U.S. is doing in preparation. And I don't mean, I'm not talking about, um, um, well, what I, what I was mentioning just now was, um, the, there are going to be NATO nuclear drills over Europe. Um, and so I, I will tell you about that. Um, or maybe I should, well, I'll tell you about that when we come back. I mean, it's just unfortunate that there seems to be at the same time uh, NATO doing these test drills and Russia doing these test drills. What do you think the chances are for someone making a mistake and World War Three starting? All right. Well, stay tuned. When we come back, I'm finally going to get to the orgies and the anti-radiation pills, so stay tuned.
1: You've been listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carroll. Stay tuned and she'll be right back with more analysis of this week's hottest topic in terror. Now back to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carroll.
2: Welcome back to The Terrorist Therapist Show where we're talking today about nuclear terrorism, orgies, and anti-radiation pills. Okay, so... Where do the orgies come in? (laughs) I won't, I won't make you wait till the very last. Um, Ukrainians, you know, so, okay, so we know that there is this threat. Uh, Putin is threatening, has been threatening, is increasingly threatening to, um, to use nuclear weapons. Okay. Um, well, what are the Ukrainians doing about it? They are planning not to go to a bomb shelter, at least some of the Ukrainians, not to go to a bomb shelter, but instead to have an orgy if Putin launches nukes. They are celebrating the apocalypse, or marking the apocalypse, maybe not celebrating per se, um by having an orgy. So, they have decided that um a wild sex party would be a good idea in case Putin does actually unleash a nuke. They have um there's a, a website um called uh, Orgy on Shekovsky official um which is presumably a place in it is a place in Ukraine. Um and it says it's it's a mass romp. That is set on a telegram group in the event that Putin launches a nuke. And so far, more than 15,000 people have signed up to, for this orgy. Um, it's outside, it's on a hill outside the capital, outside of Keys, and they are told to put on their hands the number of stripes that specify What activities, what sexual activities they're interested in. So, for example, those into anal sex were told to draw three stripes on their hands. Those into oral sex should put four stripes on their hands. And what one woman said, uh, who was doing an interview about this, it's the opposite of despair. Even in the worst-case scenario, people will look for something good. That's the mega-optimism of Ukrainians. Um, you know, you have to make sure you put the right number of stripes on Earth. Now, um a man has said about this, it's an attempt to show that the more, a Ukrainian man, it's an attempt to show that the more they try to scare us, the more we will transform it into something else. Um, there was an air raid siren recently, and one eager member of the orgy group posted, is it time? And hundreds of people responded with smiley face emojis. And then, um, there are other place, other, you know, um, on social media, other, uh, groups have popped up, including one
0: announcing an orgy in Odessa. So, now this isn't to say that they aren't also having um,
2: radiation pills, but um, they
0: are particularly looking forward to some of them. Are particularly looking forward to the orgies. Um, Let me see here. Pharmacies in Kiev. And presumably,
2: at other places in Ukraine have stocked up with radiation pills, and basements in Ukraine are open to act as shelters if need be
0: um, Poland also has uh spent recent weeks
2: delivering pills to pharmacies around the country uh anti radiation pills, and then even other countries fur much further in Ukraine. For example, Cyprus. Um, Cyprus is reporting that iodine pills aren't available on the island and that pharmacists only had dietary iodine supplements, which don't provide protection in the case
0: of a nuclear attack. Um, So what is the U.S.? That's what the
2: Ukraine is doing. At the prospect of a nuclear war perpetrated by Russia, by Putin. Um, you know, that's the really sad thing. The, the Russians, of course, are getting the worst of it. Um, most Russians are not for this war. This is a Putin war. This is a war because Putin, uh, is, is confronting his mortality. And he is, he just turned 70, as I was mentioning. And he is hearing the clock ticking and he wants to reunite the USSR before he dies. That he wants that to be his, he wants to go down in history as the one who did this. And he doesn't really care if it takes a nuclear war to do it.
0: So that is why, you know, um, it is, it is a very real threat. I mean, um,
2: he, <laughs> he is not, the most stable, uh, at this time. And, you know, we have a paranoid Putin versus a demented Biden. This, these are serious times. So, okay. So, what is demented Biden doing? <laughs> um, he is, and in case you're, uh, I have done podcasts about this too. You can look those up. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm chuckling because really, because it's very anxiety provoking. But I, but I am not kidding about Biden being demented. I have been calling, uh, Biden, Biden's mental state encroaching dementia since he was in his, in the basement, um, running for president and his dementia has been encroaching, encroaching ever more. And, you know, we see evidence of this every day. The one, every day there is some gas, as they like to call it, um, which reveals that his symptoms of dementia are getting worse and worse. And of course, one of the most worrisome examples, I mean, besides memory and confabulation and outbursts of emotional, um, emotional outbursts, emotional lability, uh, besides that, the most serious problem that he has that's connected to dementia is that he has um, very little, um, abstract thinking left. That's a very, high executive function of the brain. Um and and I know about this because as a friend in my when I have my hat on as a forensic psychiatrist and expert witness um I have had in many cases I have had to examine people such as someone uh who signed a will uh examining examine them to see whether they were competent when they signed their will. Just as an example, so I know what to look for. I know the symptoms as a psychiatrist and as a forensic psychiatrist of what to look for so anyhow, um, so what is Biden doing well, the u s has bought two hundred and ninety million dollars worth
0: of anti radiation drugs, and um this this drug. Um here let me this drug uh it is called well first of all as you may well have heard
2: um he he's warning of the prospect of armageddon because you know Putin use, in unleashing uh nuclear weapons and um and this drug, this anti radiation drug that they spent millions on uh which can be used on kids as well as adults, is approved to treat blood cell injuries that ha- are a result of acute radiation syndrome radiation poisoning and it's called nplat uh, n plate n p l a t
0: e um, now the symptoms of acute radiation. Uh, syndrome
2: or poisoning include impaired blood clotting because it causes a low platelet, a low platelet count and that can cause uncontrolled and life threatening bleeding. So, um, now n is made by a California based company, Amgen, and it stimulates the body's production of platelets. To reduce radiation induced bleeding. Now this 290 million dollars came from Project BioShield. It was a 2004, 2004 law that provided investment to encourage companies to develop the medical countermeasures that are critical to national security. So now the, um, the um health and human services department, you know, that that is where this is coming from. And they they are insisting um that this investment was part of an ongoing nuclear preparation and had not been accelerated by the situation in Ukraine. However It was approved just days before President Biden publicly admitted that Putin was not, quote, not joking when he
0: talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical. Uh, um, Biden said, quote, we have not faced the
2: prospect of Armageddon since... President John F. Kennedy and the October 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. So he made this speech during a New York fundraiser for the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee.
0: Um, so, so Putin keeps
2: warning the West that he isn't bluffing. Uh, Biden just said this. Now I mean, it's really interesting that they're trying to say that the buying these millions and millions of dollars worth of anti-nuclear radiation uh pills, that has nothing to do. I mean, this is, you know, are we really supposed to believe this, that this has, it's just a coincidence that they're spending that much money now? <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that Putin is saber rattling in terms of his nuclear weapons. Really? What a coincidence. That's a fortunate coincidence. Um, so, NPLATE, again, as I was saying, it's approved to treat blood cell injuries that accompany uh radiation sickness or radiation poisoning. And radiation poisoning occurs when a person's entire body is exposed to a high dose of penetrating radiation that reaches the internal organs in a matter of seconds. Um, and And already, I mean, Russia has uh it's become a heightened issue we're become we've become more aware of it because Russia has been attacking things close to Ukrainian nuclear weapons power plants uh A Russian missile blasted a crater close to a nuclear power plant in southern Ukraine, damaging nearby industrial equipment but not hitting its three reactors and This was just last month um and Ukrainian authorities. Call this an act of nuclear terrorism. So, nuclear terrorism is the uh, new thing. <laughs> you know, it's, we're in such denial that a nuclear war could ever happen. And, um, we really are getting close. Uh, now, is, you know, are these vaccines Real, um, I mean, why is, is Biden saying all this? You always have to look behind what he says. You can't just take what Biden says, and really it's what Biden's puppeteers are saying, telling him to say. Um, so are the vaccines, the anti-radiation vaccines just, or pills, it, <laughs> let's start this again. Are the anti-radiation pills that they just bought millions of dollars worth of, um, Another way to support big pharma, just like vaccines were for COVID. Is that all it is that, you know, make the, make big pharma even richer? You know, we have to, everybody has to take these pills. Or is it real? You know, do they know something that we don't know, which is how, how much more serious Putin is? Um, although as I'm trying to, I'm trying to warn you because of my having studied his psyche. Um, and it could be real because could that be the October surprise? You know, um, the, the Democrats are, have been threatening an, an October surprise, which would be a major catastrophe, um, that would, something that would cause us to use paper ballots or no ballots, you know, paper ballots, like because of COVID or no ballots, no election, um, and when I say that they have been threatening it, I mean it has been suspected that they are threatening this. They're not uh coming out and out and saying, "We're gonna give you an October surprise," but that is the thing that many politicians are suspecting so um, so just to um just to conclude with what I was telling you is gonna happen starting well, depending upon when you're listening to this, but starting uh, in mid-October, um, the U.S. B-52 Stratofortress bombers are to lead NATO nuclear drills over Europe. By the time you hear this, you probably, they will have probably started. Um, these bombers are going to lead fighter jets from Belgium, Germany, and 12 other countries across Europe's skies. Now they're calling this an annual nuclear exercise. Now, presumably there are these annual nuclear exercises over Europe, but again, it's kind of like uh, kind of like the pills. What a coincidence! (laughs) They were going to do that anyway. Really, nothing to do with Putin and nuclear war. Um, And um, of course, you know, so you know, at the same time as they're this is they're doing these annual nuclear exercises. Russia has increased the number of strategic bombers close to its border with NATO member uh countries, notably Norway, for example. So um this training is going ahead, like assuming it is annual training around this time, it's going ahead even though things are so tense. Um and obviously as I was saying before, there is and it's called steadfast noon this program. And it is likely to coincide with Moscow's own annual nuclear drills, which they call GROM, uh, and which they normally conduct in late October. And it's when they test their nuclear-capable bombers, submarines, and missiles. So everybody is just testing their nuclear weapons, and um, we are supposed to just be hoping that it all goes well, even though um, it is so there's it is so risky anything could happen by accident and um that could you know of course cause the other side to do it for real thinking that the other side did it for real well thank you for listening to the terrorist therapist show um you know i i i know this is a lot of gloom and doom except for the orgies <laughs> maybe we need to start planning that in the In America as well, Um, not that that's the answer. The answer is to de-escalate what is going on on both sides, more of a call to de-escalate. There has to be a political or a, a negotiation that can happen before we get even closer to the brink of war. So thank you for listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol Lieberman, your terrorist therapist.